I'm your host, Sarah Boss, and welcome to Attainable Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Attainable Podcast. I hope you're doing super well. Uh, Today, I brought in a friend of mine, Gabby Rojas. We worked together and she's just so freaking fun. We talked about going to Italy. We talked about tattoos. We talked about therapy. We talked about uh, freelance writing and uh, making a career for yourself and post-college and a bunch of stuff. I mean, it's a really fun conversation, so I'm really excited for you to listen and And if you like this episode, don't forget to share it to your stories. If you are following Attainable Podcast on Instagram, which you totally should be if you're not, uh, we've been posting a lot more and it's been super fun and it's so great to share you guys when you post us on your stories. So we really appreciate it. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast, share it with your friends. And without further ado, here's Gabby. Hi. Hi, Gabby. Hey, how are you? Very good. Thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah, of course. I'm so excited. I'm super excited. I mean, the light that you bring to meetings makes me, oh. I'm like, I'm so aware that this is going to be so good. Oh my God. That's so nice. I always feel like I'm very obnoxious in meetings. So that's good. Oh no, it's the best. It's the best. Are I like the, the way light. you phrase that. You were like, yes, but it is. No, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like, no, no. But I also, it's because like I'm described as obnoxious in many ways. This is why I have a podcast platform. So like people really, I think mean, use obnoxious as like a negative thing, but I think the people that get called obnoxious, I don't know. I see positive qualities in them and I'm like, that's what I love about you. So if anybody ever is like, she's obnoxious I'd be like, yeah, get out of the way. Cause that's exactly what I love about her. I think we're probably just trying to find like, we're like, oh, that person's obnoxious. I'm obnoxious too. Like I love yeah, that. I'm obnoxious too. <laughs> oh, you can call that friends. Besties. <laughs> talk too much. Amazing. Me too. Mm-hmm. Big mood. All right. Well, Let's go ahead and get started. For um, those of you listening, I met Gabby through a client and we worked together on Modern Marketing Team and it's just been a blast. When did you start working with us? Around October. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I came in around August, I think, or something like that. Yeah. I think Um, you hadn't been there long before I got there. No, 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 not at all. But... Let us know like who you are, what you do, and then also where you come from. Well, right now I am a freelance writer. So um, mostly I do social media work. Um, So I have a couple different clients. One of them is obviously a modern marketing company. Um, I work for a couple of nonprofits in like a social media capacity. Um, And I have like smaller little clients. I also like to do like a little bit of journalism when I can. But yeah, that's like mainly what I do right now. I just graduated actually last week, <laughs> last Saturday, I graduated from, I forgot to mention it in the meeting and I was just like, oh, that's right. I I'm calling you out in the water cooler channel and okay, that's fine. missing you for not telling us because we're all going to be mad at you for not letting us know. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. It's been a wild journey. Then like, that's probably something that would be interesting to talk about, but, um, I did take like years off and stuff like that. And, um, but yeah, I finally graduated and I'm really excited about that. And um, before that I was working um, actually at Disney um, as a ride operations trainer. So like when new cast members would come in, I would train them um, on stuff like that. Um, But yeah, I'm, I'm just really happy like where my journeys have led me. How old are you? I'm 27. You're 27. And did you, you graduated with your bachelor's? 
Yes, bachelor's, yeah. So nice. communications with a focus on social innovation and activism, which sounds really oh, like, ooh. It's like your <laughs> name tag. Which right, yeah. <laughs> if you know me, that like fits me perfectly. You're a fabulous writer. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure if I've met of a writer as talented as you. Um, oh my gosh. Your voice is phenomenal. You have to read some of her work. It's very, very good. If you're looking for a writer, um, she's your girl, but- Okay. So that's kind of, how did you get from Disney to writing? Tell us that story. So, um, I have always known I wanted to be a writer. Um, ever since I was like, I, it was in middle school and I had this one teacher who was like, you know, this is really good. You should like, think about this. And after that, I was like, you know what? Yeah. Like I really want to be a writer. (laughs) Um, so I've always known I wanted to be a writer. Um, so I was like doing kind of like freelance writing throughout high school and college, just like little things. I'm not gonna lie, I did get paid to write a couple book reports. Don't worry about it; it's fine. <laughs> well, you know, we got we all start somewhere. You know, we all start somewhere. If it's legal or not, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but that's you know, this is our star, our humble beginnings. Yeah, everyone just keep it between yourselves. A client Everyone's- is a client, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was still like writing while I was at Disney, just like little freelance things. But um, I have always been like a big Disney fan, um, so that's why I wanted to work there while I was finishing up school. There was a lot of stuff that happened right um, right before they closed down where I was just kind of disappointed in them as like a company. Um, there was just a lot of stuff with um, like cast members and stuff like that. So I was I felt a little like feeling that journey coming to an ending. So when the pandemic hit and um, they automatically just signed us up for unemployment, I was like, what other time other than now would I have to like start pursuing writing, you know? So mostly I started doing like unpaid internships and stuff like that around that time. And you know, I had some people in my life that were like, oh, like, um, you should be getting paid for this. And like, I 100% agree that like internships like should be like paid for, you should pay people for their labor. But I do appreciate the time that I had, where I just was given free reign to kind of like write and able to build up a portfolio at that time. So then around July last year, they decided to call us back all the cast members back and I just was like, it's not right for me anymore. So I just kind of took the leap of faith that I would be able to like support myself. I slowly started finding more and more clients. um, And that's where I got to where I am now. (laughs) I did not realize how similar our stories were. Like change Disney for TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx. Love that. Like actually, no lie. You just told my exact story. I love that. Oh my God. I never knew that about you. Yeah. Like, That's so interesting. I also did not realize how recent it was that you, I guess, like stepped into your own in freelance writing. How's that been essentially running your own business? How has that been for your mental health? And what's that? Now I'm like, oh, so wonderful. We're kind of on the same journey. How are you doing? Just so I can gauge on like how I'm doing. Okay. So it has been a mixed bag. Like it's a little scary being like, okay, like my, everything is up to you. You know what I mean? Like your income, everything is up to you, how much you work, where like in the past, having worked like a minimum wage, a customer service job, it was like, well, I'm here. And if I'm here, I'm getting paid. You know what I mean? So like hundred percent being a freelancer, I have learned to hustle nonstop. Like I know we talk about this a lot in the modern marketing company that um, we're not exactly pro grind culture where you're like always like doing something. Right. The one. Yeah, But there is truth to it in that there are periods of time. I'm not saying that you have to. Um, I'm sure that there's a better way, but yeah, it usually you're having to dig through the dirt. 
And like, I feel like that was more when I first started looking for clients and stuff like that. I was always like, what's the next thing? And luckily, because I found a couple really great organizations and clients that I work for that um, understand, I think, the new way that like work from home and work is going, everything, a lot of it has been by assignment. So like I can work when I want to. So I have been able to find like a balance of like that hustle and grind culture looking for the next client, but also um, listening to my body and being like, okay, I don't want to work right now, let me figure out why. Let me figure out what's wrong and just check in with myself mentally as to why I'm not feeling motivated. Um, That's been an interesting dichotomy that I've been having to learn. Yeah, I've had that, um, let's see, in the past, since last Wednesday, been... I I mean, I've been doing this for over a year, but I think that everybody, mostly because I've watched my other uh, friends that in the entrepreneurial or freelancer world, like go through it. Um, I was like, wow, they're like really burnt out. Like I've seen everybody like go into burnout, but their burnouts has, have looked very different than mine. And, uh, I think both of us are very pro therapy. I'm not a secret that I go to therapy. I share it often. I think it just came back from a session, like literally, literally right before yeah. this. <laughs> Uh, like I have mine tomorrow because we had to move it from Wednesday to Thursday. Um, my, my therapist's name is Sarah too. We've got a good vibe anyway. And she was like, like I was explaining all these things to her last week and she was like, you are overworked. You're burnt out. And I was like, I don't feel burnt out. And she's like, okay, so here is what you're telling me and just give like, um, you know, not working like a try, like take a break. Cause she asked me, she was like, how many hours a day do you typically work? And that's the thing is like, just what you said, like, it's all on you. It's the best and actually the worst part of like working for yourself. And I have 100% had the thoughts of like going back to a quote, regular job. Um, and I never, for anybody listening, like, I never want to seem like, oh, I hate like the nine to five. I, I do not hate the nine to five or respect it. And I love that people are going and creating these companies that make working so much better. I think that work culture, that conversation is coming up, which is awesome. Like never think that I'm shitting on a nine to five job, but you know, when I've built this, I've always, I've had that, those moments where I'm like, Oh maybe I should just go back to something else because it's so much pressure. Anyway, she was like, how many hours a day are you working? And I was like, I don't know, like maybe to like 10 to 12, if I'm not counting when I'm just like thinking about work. Cause if it's when I yeah. think about work, um, let's see, I wake up at seven 30 and then start thinking. And then I usually think about it until about 10 30 when I go to sleep. So like, if you could do that, math, yeah, because right. it really, cause that's, it feels like your job to think. Um, so even if you're not sitting at your desk, like I could be watching a movie and like, oh, this is a, I'll even think I'm like, oh good. This is like space for me to like, not be at my desk. Like get some creativity in, like, you know, be doing yeah. something else. I should think of the next big grand idea, like right now, mm-hmm. like that's absolutely what I should be doing. And so yeah. I will still be like working because the work comes from your mind. Are you, do you know what I'm saying? It's oh, mad- absolutely maddening. Yeah. You're never like not thinking about things. And I like a hundred percent know what you mean of like, you wake up thinking about it and like, I'm moving in a couple of weeks, but I am currently like at my parents' house. So I really like my workspace is just like my childhood bedroom, yes. <laughs> but it's funny. Like that's I'm- a whole different dynamic. Cause I still am at my parents' house as well. Thankfully now we have this house Joseph's and I have an office so I can go back and forth, but Oh my God. Having yeah. a desk in my room. That's a whole nother like my childhood bedroom. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, it's hard to like separate sometimes. Like I don't have that extra like space. So it's hard to separate. Sometimes I do try to get out as much as I can. And like, 
I'm really lucky and like my hometown is like has a lot of like pretty little spots where I can just like connect to my like data and just work. But yeah, you just wake up thinking about it. And like, it's something you have to train yourself to do of like, okay, this is, uh, this is now Gabby time, you know? Yeah. And it's so interesting because like we, I think have been so lucky and have worked hard to make a job out of what we once saw as just fun. Yeah. Like that was just fun for us. When I used to go and research marketing ideas and how to build, uh, like create a business plan and how to use Canva, like all these things that used to be my hobby. And so then I turned it into a business and in order to not resent work. And that's the thing, like anybody, like if you're that hopefully you have a job that you get to work in something that, yeah, you just find fun, but putting a monetary weight on the thing you find fun can be detrimental if you don't like control it. And so like, I am, I totally agree, like getting out of your own space and then also having Gabby time, Sarah time, like your own time. But I had to like, I was like, oh my God, in my own time, I'm used to reading marketing books, reading business books, right. reading business articles, like, oh God, like that's, that is my fun. Like, what is my fun anymore? Yeah. So I am signing up for dance classes again and oh surf lessons. It's so funny you say that because I was like the last week I've been like, I need to, to find a new hobby. Like, yes. I need to find new hobbies Girl. because I used to just love doing like writing and like doing just social media is like fun. Yeah. See, now we can just fill our whole lives with things that are fun and we get paid for one of them. Like that's the dream. Yeah. You know, keeping like that mentality, even though some days it does not feel like you're, that mentality. It feels like, yeah. oh my God, why did I ever start this in the first place? But no, yeah. seriously, like find any, I think that all adults, like I feel like this is, should be a requirement. Like, okay, guys, you're hitting your 23 through like 26 age. You know, you're in your career, you're doing fabulous. Like love that. Um, you know, you've been in your job for what, a year, two years, and you're kind of getting into that moment where it's like, all right, we're kind of settling. This isn't new anymore. And I feel like nothing's going for me. So, and I'm right. burnt out and overworked and I don't know. I legitimately, I was like, oh my God, I don't have any interests or a life. Like I, I don't have a life outside of my work. And I'm like, right. okay, as soon as you start thinking that, like we need to find something else. So, and I loved, I loved to dance and I've taken dance classes as an adult before I took them all through college because like college, I took a fun class every year. I think that we talked about this like two weeks ago in the podcast, like a fun class every year. Cause I was a ke- in a chemistry major and I knew I was yeah. like, I, I got to balance that out. So like, why don't I do that as an adult? Why don't I? Yeah. Know? It's funny that you mentioned that and like doing like dance throughout like college and stuff. Like I used to do acting a lot when I was in high school. Oh that my was actually, God. I can so. Sp- of course. Yeah. <laughs> People smell the stench of theater kid on me. Smell the stench of theater kid. <laughs> it's so. No, for real. Permeating through it's the Zoom permeating. Room. It's yeah. through the microphone. Um, but I used to do that a lot when I was in high school and like to the point we're in college, like I actually got paid to do a show and I actually like for a little bit considered it because I was on a scholarship, like a theater scholarship. And I actually considered it as a career. And I don't think I would want to do that. Like my things have just changed in my life. And I don't think I would want to pursue it as like a career. But again, why does everything have to be a revenue stream? It can just yes. be like this fun thing. So yeah, definitely. I'm looking into that when I move back to Orlando, because I've just been so busy with like work and school the last like four or five years that yeah, I'm definitely going to look back into it. Yeah. And I I love that you said like, not everything has to be a revenue stream. That's something that I have to work with because now I'm like, oh my gosh, I can create a revenue stream out of anything. And I'm like, yeah, or, or you don't have to like, or we just just don't. 
you know, we just have fun. I also, it's like, you don't have to be the best at whatever it is. Like I can promise I am not going to be the best in this dance class. Like right, by yeah. far, I've taken this dance class before and it's been like, um, you know, that personality trait, um, that fun <laughs> toxic trait where it's like, if you're not good at something immediately, you start Done. to like cry. It's weird. Yeah, immediate. Like, immediate crying. Immediate tears. Like, like immediate tears. Like, you know, okay. <laughs> we used to do this when we were little. Like, I think we used to go into camps and like as adults, we don't like go and do these classes like this anymore and challenge to like the new things. Yeah. But like, you know, I remember going to a cheer camp and I was bad, but I was only like 12 and you know, you're trying it and you just start to get the tears around you. And I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> guys, like I, I like trying new things. So I'm like, yes, no, I have had that experience as an adult. Like that did happen when I was yeah. 22. The last time <laughs> I went to this dance class. Now, Grant, it's because I was having a bad day and okay. I went to the intermediate instead of the beginning class because I thought I was a bad bitch. So <laughs> yes. ooh, ooh, don't think yourself yeah. is too hot, but I'm like, no, like, I'm just going to go and it's not to be the next whatever Britney Spears. Nice, Julianne Huff. Like, hashtag free Britney, by the way. Hashtag free Britney. Like, <laughs> why did I think of Britney Spears for dance? Yeah, she's a dancer. She's a dancer. She's, she's everything. Okay, right. No, anyway. I don't, I don't need it to be the next Britney Spears. I don't need to be that. Like I could just go like for me, same with surfing. Yeah. Surfing's going to be a little harder, mostly. I took my one and only surf lesson in Costa Rica. Okay. Um, and here's a problem. I, I was pretty good. Like not, um, this isn't to my own heart. It's just, I literally was able to get up. Um, so, but unfortunately now I think that I'm a pro surfer. So <laughs> if I go into this and I'm not amazing, this is going to be another challenge for Dunzo. me. <laughs> yeah. like, Dunzo. Actually, I think this is it for me. And actually it was my homework for last week. She was like, you need to find something else, like actually go like find a class, do whatever. So this is everybody else's homework that's listening. Find your thing, pottery, painting, surf lessons, piano lessons, singing Love lessons, that. acting, like whatever it is, find your outside thing. That's our Love this therapy by association that like yes. you're yes, giving therapy out. by association. <laughs> we love that. <laughs> we love it. Yeah, it's like, okay, so I can't bring her on for like legal reasons. However, like, I'll just kind of let you know what happens every week. Um, I love my therapist. I would love to like have her on a podcast. Like every time I like have a session, she always says something funny and I always tweet it. And like, I, t- I like joke to her that like, every time we have a session, she gains a client because I'll tell my friend something funny she said. And, and they'll be like, can I have her information? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we love no, her. We love a good referral. I sent out her information to two people this week, like straight up. I, I- could have her on the podcast she when we first started I um surprisingly kind of deal with like emotions with sarcasm oh Um, yeah I dealt with that in this session I was doing that (laughs) she was like stop (laughs) well no she she laughs and here's she was like oh well like I think it was our first session she was like well I love that you're very funny like you really enjoy like you're very joyful (laughs) you're very funny I was like oh my god did you just validate that I was funny don't tell me I'm funny (laughs) don't give her because this now, kind of information. All of your sessions are going to be like stand-up comedy because I do the exact same thing. Now I must perform. And she calls me out all the time when it's something that like is truly like I don't want to talk about. I do this and where I'm like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> I'm the sure you've guns. seen me. Yeah. The finger guns. Like, um, yeah, she recognizes it and she's like, 
You see what you're doing. Like you, you should stop. <laughs> she won't let me. Finger guns. Stop the finger. Hashtag stop the finger guns. Hashtag stop the finger guns. Hashtag free Britney. I want you know, this whole episode, the whole first bit is just going to be all the hashtags. Um, maybe yeah. that should be the title. Actually, that's not very descriptive. We'll just do it in the um, show notes. Um, when did you start going to therapy? Is it weird for you? I have kind of been in and out of therapy since middle school. I went a little bit when I had like kind of a rough period. And that was like why I took time off of college. I had like a rough period after my freshman year of college. I had a rough period then and I went for a while and it really helped me get like, get back to like wanting to go to school, wanting to like, honestly have a future, you know? And I, so I took a little while off. Um, and then uh, last year, actually, I was going through my breakup and I decided to start going to therapy again. And in the past, I have kind of, I kind of only used therapy when I was going through those hard times. Um, but I've learned now that like the sessions that you have when you're not going through anything and everything's honky dory, those are the best sessions because you learn so much about yourself. Yeah. And I think this last year has been so incredible for me because I've been going to therapy and recognizing a lot of my patterns and behaviors. Yeah. I really want to normalize therapy as just a general thing. I, I, love. I started therapy again. Oh, probably like two months ago or something. I don't even know if it's been that long, but I'm weekly, you know, most of my sessions for the first four weeks of being with this woman, like I was paying her to shoot the shit. Like I was honestly, it was a chit chat session, but I knew she's learning about me kind of happy to like not be in a weird place when I first meet her, because then she gets to see what me is Two, like all of this, you know, is valuable conversation. And then when it did come to a time that, okay, yeah, no, I'm in a place where I do like need this. I have that foundational relationship and it just, you're right. Like I look forward to therapy every single Oh my God. Yeah. I'm like this, it's very good to be self-reflective. I think that it can be super hard to take that first step. And like the scariest part is like finding a therapist. If you honestly, like all mine is online, anybody listening, I think that they are telehealth like everywhere. So if you need recommendation, like I love getting personal referrals um, and I'll be happy to give you her information. Just DM me. We could totally do it privately, whatever. But like, that's like the hardest part is like, taking the step, finding one and like getting the first appointment. If you're saying, I don't really think I need it, but I'm kind of interested. That's exactly when you should go. And then I think that you're, if if you're in a place where I'm like, yeah, I do need it. I don't think I have to convince you very hard. So often I have gone in times of crisis. I have been like, I need a therapy session today. Like, and I'm, I'm grateful for all the therapists that I've had. Well, there's one therapist I did not like the times that I have had, like gone in crisis. Like I'm grateful to like those therapists and stuff like that. But there is something different about like, nothing's really going on right now. Let me look inward. And then you're like, oh, that's why. That's why this, I did this, that, this thing, that thing or the other. He's like, not a lot going on around here. Let me look behind this door. Oh, what's it? No, is there a better door? <laughs> there a better door? <laughs> I knew you were going to get the TikTok <laughs> And like, honestly, like I a hundred percent agree that like, sometimes like anytime I do something cool or exciting or like, I'm just like, oh, I can't wait to tell my therapist about it. Like, cause she's gonna be so excited for me. And she's always just like, yes, like hot girl summer. Like, yeah. Like I just love the relationship I've built with her. 
Yeah. That's a little uh, therapy advert, a little mental health moment. If you're not like, if you don't, I once was at a place where I did not understand mental, mental health, anxiety, the need for therapy, like that kind of stuff. I think you, you guys could probably get off of my demeanor. If you haven't been listening very long, like I'm a very casual person. So going to therapy and doing that kind of thing and looking at emotions and even the idea of like, wait, I can have a day that, that doesn't go well. Like that was not allowed in my mind. So anyway, if you're kind of at that point, just know like this isn't coming from somebody that's like been through that forever or like totally even is, I guess, like accepting of her own mental health. Like if it's a new conversation for you, it's been a new conversation for me. So let's talk about Italy. This girl went (laughs) on a solo trip. We're going to get everybody to go on their own solo trips and it's going to be fabulous. Okay. Let's start from the beginning. Okay. We want to hear like what happened, all the things. Gelato. (laughs) Gelato. Gelato. Um, Um, But tell us like why, let's go like first thing you had an idea in your head, like I'm going to go solo. What does that look like? I actually went to Europe years ago when I was in high school and it was an experience that like changed my life. I feel like I really grew up on that trip and I, we've talked about this before, but like, I loved the book Eat, Pray, Love and the movie. And I actually read it right when I got back from that trip. So it just kind of like perfectly encapsulated everything. Watch the movie and then force yourself to read the book because I promise if you watch the movie and it sucks, just read the book. It's totally different things. It's um, and they different. did a total injustice to all the characters. Yeah, there were so many spotlights, like go for it. Um, but yeah, so we, yeah, we've talked about that before. Like I just loved Eat, Pray, Love. Um, and I've always just had it in the back of my head, like, wouldn't that be cool? Like, wouldn't that be crazy if I did that? Like, what if I went by myself? the best question you could ever ask yourself. Yes. And so when I went through my breakup, I kind of like, I've been having this like journey of self-discovery since my breakup. And when was that you, you're referencing that, how was that? Has that been recent? So it actually happened uh, almost like a year ago, like this, yeah, this month actually. So around September last year. Um, and through that, the reason that I started going on like a journey of self-discovery was that I kind of realized that like, I've always given more affection to other people and I haven't always reserved that for myself. So the question that kind of like led me to this trip was my therapist told me to start like dating myself, like quote unquote, like dating myself. And I was thinking, I was like, if an ex had told me, babe, I want to go on this like cool journey to Italy. I was like, all right, let's pull up the United app. Like, let's start booking flights. Like, let's do it. Um, And I was like, well, why, if I'm dating myself, quote unquote, like, why am I not doing that for myself? Why is it that I've had this thing in my head that I want to do and I'm not doing it? And the other reason I kind of wanted to do it specifically solo, because I had friends that were like, oh my God, like, can I come with you? And I was like, no, like I want to do this alone. Um, the reason I want to do it solo is because I've always had a boyfriend or a best friend or a family member to be like, okay, this is the gate. This is the ticket. This is the passport, whatever, like always help me with the next step. And I realized that I was feeling like I couldn't do it. Like I was like, something's going to go wrong and I'm not going to know what to do. And I was like, the best way to like, get rid of that is just to throw myself in. And that's what I did. That's why. That's my why. Um, and actually a lot did go wrong on that trip. Like a lot of things just like I mentioned, I think I mentioned some of it um, during our meeting, but like I um, had a problem with like my SIM card when I landed, like I didn't even have data for the first like two days, but like, and I was literally like, sitting in an Italian airport, like crying, being like, what do I do next? And then I was like, you know what? Like, you're going to figure it out. So um, I had problems with my SIM card. I had like, I had to take a COVID test to get back into the United States, but 
all the pharmacies had like weird hours. And like, I had to figure out, like, I had to literally like talk to people via like Google translate, trying to figure out like where to go next. But it ingrained in me this like sense of like, okay, you have been through like some of the scariest stuff that you can go through like by yourself. Now I shouldn't say that people, people have a lot, uh, some people have it a lot worse, but I went through a lot of stuff that I found super scary and I still like made it out. So yeah, that was, I feel like it ingrained that sense of like, I got it. Like I can do pretty much anything. I love it. I, there's nothing that will boost your confidence more and speed up. Like you will learn about yourself because immersing yourself in that environment where you're forcing like that kind of thing, like you have to figure it out. I mean, I came back and Joseph was like, what happened? And I was like, honey, I didn't know if you, you knew, but I mean, you are really dating a badass bitch. I don't know (laughs) if you were aware of like how great I am though. Like I can actually do anything. So this is the standard. (laughs) So, you know, I'm speaking in terms of like the things that I felt like if you were in that really low place, you feel very stuck. You feel very not know what to do. You're overwhelmed. Your thoughts are going a mile a minute and you're just not sure what to do next. If you have the ability and the blessed privilege that you can go on a trip. Um, I've known some people have messaged me saying they're going on solo trips and like one girl it's to Montana. Like it doesn't need to be international, but just put yourself in an uncomfortable situation or in a situation where you're like on your own, you, you like have to figure it out. Like you will come back completely fresh and new. It's in saying you won't understand it until you do it. Absolutely. Yeah. No matter how many words we put in. I thought about doing something like not international, um, but it was just that it was like Italy, you know what I mean? Yeah, like because yeah. of Eat, Pray, Love and like all that, like, it was just like, I have to do Italy. People talk about like main character vibes, but like, I felt like a main character oh, the entire you, oh, time. No, oh, you go through that thing. Don't nobody lie and tell me that you don't do this when you're walking alone. Like you go out and take yourself to lunch or like you find yourself in a weird situation by people going on business trips. Okay especially all the dudes. I always feel like the dudes are like, I'm not going to relate to any shit. No, shut the fuck up. Like listen to me right now. Okay. So like you go on a business trip, you know, those moments where you're like narrating, oh, he's, he walks through the doors of the hotel to find his room. He's kind of tired. Um, he decides he's going to go like, you're like narrating your life. Main character energy guys. This is all, Mm. all of us. Like, and like you said, I'm a great writer. So my narration was, I was like, oh, and actually, so this is, goes along with like reconnecting with hobbies and stuff like that. Like I obviously am so happy and grateful that I get to write as a living. I used to keep like a journal as a kid. Oh my God. Is your creativity like gone? No, no. I don't think it's like gone, but like, I was just like, I hadn't like had the chance to kind of write like narrative kind of stuff in a while. And I used to do that all the time as a kid. So, and I started writing things that were happening to me, like, like it was a like story. Like it was like a novel that I was writing and I have honestly like reread some of it. And I was like, Oh, like, I love this character. She is just, she's living her life. She's getting her groove. Back. <laughs> like all that. Like I was like, Oh, I love this character. She's so great. Like, <laughs> Surprise. It's me straight up. Okay. Okay. I love it. What happened while you were there? Cause then that's my biggest thing was like, Oh my God, what am I going to do when I get there. Like I'm so yeah. afraid of being bored or like having that moment. Truth, truth. Did you have a moment where you were like, Ooh, maybe I fucked up. Like maybe okay. wasn't. The second I booked it until the moment I got to Rome, I was in 
anxiety. I was dreading every second of it. I was like, You're no, like, I don't oh, want to do this. This doesn't seem fun anymore. <laughs> I was like, no. As soon as I booked it, I was like, this is scary. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And like, I kept like, I think I was like subconsciously, I think I was self-sabotaging myself because I waited until like the week of to like, mm, let me find my passport. Let me find this like that. Almost like I was trying to find a reason to not go, but I'm glad I pushed myself, but like, this is actually a great thing for your listeners to have in their little like noggins. So, um, have you seen the movie Luca on? Oh oh my God, I haven't yet. Are you about to? I'm not going to Okay, don't spoil it. I need to, honestly, I literally have a Luca shirt and haven't watched it except, so, you know, like Frozen came out and like, I saw the poster for Frozen and I was like, this is a stupid thing about a snowman, except then it changed my entire life. So I'm like ready for that to be this, especially because I'm pretty sure like the Silencio Bruno thing, I was listening to something and I'm pretty sure it's like something about an inner voice. And I'm like, if you were about, I am about, okay, 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 okay. (laughs) Spoiler free thing for your listeners, completely spoiler free. Um, there are two characters and one character was talking about how he gets very nervous. And the other character was like, that's the voice in your head. That's Bruno. Like you have to tell him to be quiet. And he was like, what you have to do is you just have to yell him silencio Bruno. So the night before the night before my trip, my friend and I, I was staying at my friend's house because she was going to drive me to the airport and she shout out Freya, (laughs) but she was like, Oh, why don't we watch Luca to like, get you ready for your Italian trip. So that part came up and I was like, Oh my God, like I should try that. So the next morning I was super anxious still. I was texting my friends and I had told them like, I need to start saying silencio Bruno. And they just texted me the phrase silencio Bruno. And I said it out loud and I was like, it was like, I don't know what is in that Tell me why I have goosebumps and tears in my eyes. I'm so dramatic. I cannot. I love that. And like, I don't know what is in that phrase. Like there's something, they slip some like serotonin into that phrase or something because. I love that you said serotonin. I was going to say crack. (laughs) 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 But I don't know what they put in there, but like it changed everything like even if it's just from like a literal sense of like if you are saying the phrase silencio bruno like you can't be thinking you can't hear it like even if it's just that that phrase and it threw out my trip threw out like as I was going to the airport there was like a problem with the ticket I was like silencio bruno we're gonna figure it out like throughout the entire trip and it got to a point where like I didn't need it anymore and I was just like having a good time wait 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 the tiktok trend Silencio Bruno, Silencio Bruno, Silencio Bruno. Can you still hear it? Nope, just you. Good. With the audio? Yeah. And then then he does the the chiquitita? Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. I have it in my drafts. (laughs) I hope, like, please, please, please. Because I'm thinking, oh my God, because it's like Silencio Bruno, like, it's almost like push past the fear, push by the fear. And then I see like all the, I'm thinking of all the videos where people, you know, are doing like the chickatita thing to, you know, traveling and crap. And I'm like, oh, I thought you were just flexing, which I mean, like you kind of are, but yeah. like living for it. That's okay. But it's like, oh, like, sir, like when you go surfing, you the Silencio Bruno and then coming out of the plane, Silencio Bruno, and then going Oh yeah. Those videos, like, honestly, like that's, that was honestly part of the reason I wanted to do it. Cause like, I just, I just felt so inspired by those. Um, and I have one and I'm gonna, and I took it like the first half of the video I took when I was at my most anxious about the trip, I was like, okay, let me like, cause I'm really feeling these emotions. Let me like, so I did the first half of that video and I have the second half. I just haven't posted it yet, but I was 
biking by the Coliseum. And I just was like, oh my God, like this is no. like, it was like, I really had so many moments on that trip where I was, I was like, this is a movie. This isn't like, it can't be real, but it was, you know. Bro, are you no. getting a tattoo? Yes. <laughs> Actually, like this week, I think I didn't do it in Rome. I told you guys I was going to do it in Rome. I'm sorry to disappoint, but I am going to get someone this sometime this week. Is it going to be what you said it was going to be? <laughs> so listeners of the podcast I got some fun <laughs> I got a new rule for you so um so I went life to the Trevi Fountain <laughs> life hack um so I was at the Trevi Fountain and I was feeling my like Sophia Loren like Italian like moment I was like sitting there and I felt so cute and I had like I had gotten gelato because like obviously you get gelato it's the Trevi Fountain and so I was sitting there by the water and I keep hearing like police whistles going off because there's like police people that walk around and I was like oh someone probably got something stolen or something some idiot like the American tourist. And then I look up and there is a policewoman looking at me while she is blowing the whistle. And I was like, oh my God. What? And then she looks at me and she goes, Signorina, no gelato. And like, <laughs> apparently, apparently, you can't sit by the water and have gelato because they think you're going to like toss it in, which is fair. It was like, I really felt like I was, I was like that bitch. I was like having that moment. I was like, I had a cute outfit on. Like, I just felt like so on top of the world and just like, and I had been making fun of other American tourists. Like I was like, oh, look at that woman. Like she just like put her hands in or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I just like, was like, so dumb, dumb. <laughs> me, it was me. It was me. But yes, I was thinking about getting one of those tattoos that just says Signorina no gelato. <laughs> it was the still best. thinking about it. Honestly, still, I like want to do something that doesn't make any sense. And I think that's fabulous. Like I have a list in my phone of tattoos I want, but I think something just random like that would be funny too. <laughs> I'm too, I'm like way too indecisive. I won't say scared. I'm right. too indecisive to get an, a tattoo. Um, So my thing is piercings. Like anybody who knows me, the, the thing is it's, it's only ears. Like I'm, you know, I don't have my belly button pierced. I don't have, get your mind out the gutter. Anything else pierced? <laughs> People. Mind your business. Mind your business. <laughs> but like I had, oh, there's a um, makeup artist that I love and she just p- posted a picture of her ear, lol. Um, but she's got like beautiful jewelry, like mm. all up. And I, and she even has like a tattoo, like on the inner part. It's like, it's just dots. It's like, yeah. dot, 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 dot. and it's so cute. Do you have like something you want? Like if you were like, Sarah, you have to get a tattoo today. Like, what are you going to get? Um, because I am indecisive is the gold necklace that I always wear. Like, I don't know if, I don't know if you're paying attention to my life, like so much that you realize like I'm Obviously. never taking this off. But like, if you ever see a picture of me, like I'm always wearing this, I haven't taken this necklace off in years. I've had it since I was in sixth grade and I just don't take my jewelry off because also lazy, but like this particular one, very special. It's got the Gemini twins on it. You can't see. Oh, that's right. We're Gemini. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. That's so pretty. And I love that it's like a medallion. Yes. It's a, like a medallion with the Gemini twins on it. It was my great grandmother's. The only thing I could see was getting the, those twins like right here, um, like backside of my arm, upper elbow or under my right. weenus. Of course. Obviously. <laughs> is that really what it's called? Or is that what middle schoolers told us? Both. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so um, what we used to refer to as the weenus or right there. That's where I'm thinking of like right here, like right in the corner, actually of my weenus. Yes. <laughs> um, producer's gonna be like mm, why and there's a weenus weenus tats because weenus. i feel like it's oh that is worse that sounds so depraved it sounds, it sounds like something like darn it oh weenus tat oh i hate that 
hate that so much. But yeah, I, I feel the same way where like piercings, I am less like nervous about because I'm like, oh, I could always just take it out. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I've, I've, oh, I've been nervous about getting tattoos for that reason, because not that I'm like super ascribed like cancel culture, but I feel like so many things come out about people every day that like, I'm just like, but what if I found out this person's like garbage? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No. Oh my gosh. For real. I mean, one of my biggest role models in the trash and I'm like, cool. Mm-hmm. I do not subscribe to that anymore, but I'm almost like feeding into that culture because like something that I think that we don't <laughs> uh, recognize a lot is like, like, it's absolutely cool to change ideas and change opinions and it's normal and you should, um, because that's part of saying, Hey, like I, I was wrong or Hey, my perspective has changed. The situation has changed. It has nothing. It's not an issue. You know, like even people, oh my God, yeah, you can change political views and be okay with who you were then knowing that you felt like you were making the best decisions possible that from what you understood and who you are now saying, great. Now with all the information that I'm given, these are the, the decisions I'm making today and neither version of me is bad. Yeah. Without getting too far into it. Like I feel like, um, a really good person to look at in terms of like that whole culture is Bo Burnham. I don't know. Did you watch the inside special? No. So he's been, he's been a YouTube comedian for like a very long time, but he has like broken out into like the mainstream, but he has like a song in that special called problematic. And he talks about how he did problematic stuff as a kid. And if you listen to interviews with him, he talks about how he did problematic quote unquote problematic stuff and like stuff that he regrets. He made those jokes and that he has left those videos up to show like you can change as a person. And I just think that's a really good take on it. Um, And part of that part of part of his like whole philosophy was like also the culture that we have created has kind of created disingenuous apologies and stuff like that. Um, So it is really hard. It's like such a nuanced issue. It's really hard to like suss out what's genuine and what's not. Yeah. Wow, I love how we went from Weenus Tats to <laughs> really deep. Like, she's going to gag. the worst. <laughs> okay, to, like, to wrap it all up, we're going to have three questions. Love. Two are going to be for the both of us. One of them is going to be just for you. Okay. We're going to do our current faves, like between one and three. A current hate with all the love in our heart. Just something that we're just hating. Try a new product, didn't, wasn't good. Like whatever, you know. No, no toxic positivity here. We hate this. No, some things I hate. And then for you, what is something that has made your life up to now attainable and where you are? So you've got a little bit of time. Um, would you like to go first with a fave? Yes. Something I'm super obsessed with right now is the band Monoskin. I will send you because there's like a whole like accent in there somewhere, Oh, okay. but they were the band that won Eurovision. And I was kind of into them before I went to Italy, um, just cause they, they're really popular. You've heard them because you, okay. you're on TikTok. They're the, I want to be a slave. I want, you know, that's, oh long. my God. Yeah. Yes, that's them. We love them. <laughs> so we love I, them. Um, so yeah, they're all over TikTok. They were super popular. Um, I put them on my playlist like to go to Italy. But then I heard so many and like I had people in Italy tell me like, oh, listen to this song, listen to this song. People have very strong opinions on Maniskin there. They're either like they're super overrated or like we love them. But because they're from like actual Rome. Okay. 
but I'm super obsessed with them right now. Okay. You go with your favorite because I'm trying to think of something I hate right now. I don't know if I have one. (laughs) I know it's kind of hard. I'll be honest. Like it's not, it's not part of my personality. I just think it's fun. Uh, this is a love that I've discovered. It's two o'clock, two hours ago. And I am something I'm loving or I love today. I made like a, I called it, if you're on my TikTok, you know, an adult charcuterie board and <laughs> it's for lunch. Like I'm really bad. I'm not good at eating, like eating and peeing um, and living is like kind of inconvenient to my that. work schedule. Yeah. Like I want, like if I'm in a task, it takes, like, I literally have to be on the brink to then run to the bathroom, which is 10 feet away from me, but because it's just really interrupting my flow, you know, and eating is also very inconvenient unless I'm like going to a restaurant or something. I'm like, I really yeah, don't I like breaking that. my day. And I, for lunches, I never like really want anything. I don't want to heat up something like that. So did a grocery order, picked up the order this morning from Walmart and got um, like a bunch of like, I was like, let me just try like snacky things like healthy snacks, got some uh, tzatziki, got some like small cucumbers, which are better than the big cucumbers I found, pretzels, turkey slices. I had banana chips and grapes. And then I actually heated up some steamed broccoli from yesterday and just set it all on like a little plate, like an adult lunchable or a charcuterie tree board. And I love it. I was like, I feel like I can get all my food groups in. I'm not having to heat something up. I don't feel like lethargic after because I hate eating a big, like I love bread or pasta. Oh yeah. But midday, it'll make me sleepy. And then it just ruins my productivity. So adult Lunchables or charcuterie boards are really there. That is wild that you said that. I used to have an Instagram dedicated to every time I would have a charcuterie board and I called it grown up Lunchables. (laughs) I haven't posted on it in a very long time. I haven't kept How up with it. You need to keep that uh, handle though and check your messages to see if anybody's willing to pay you for that handle because I know, you. right? And I, it was straight up grown up lunchables. Like that was it. But um, I haven't posted on But I actually have a couple that I should post because I got some charcuterie when I was in Italy. Mwah, amazing. Mwah. Yeah, doing like basically like the bento box lunches are so fun and easy. So that's yeah. what I love. Do you hate anything? I'm trying. No, I got to think about what I hate. I don't know if I hate anything. Oh, you know what? I hate post-trip depression and that oh, I can't just travel trip. all the time. Yes. Post-trip blues are a real thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're hitting hard right now. <laughs> so yeah, but that's okay, a good cool. thing to have to hate. No, that you know? is a good, that's a good hate. Mine's going to be more controversial and upsetting to people. I just realized. <laughs> It's also like, I don't hate them, but there's just two sides that people fall on. I judge nobody on either side, except for a little bit on the side. That's not me. And guys, if you're on that, like I've got besties (laughs) on this side. Okay. Like it's totally fine. I'm just, you know, calling my stance, you know, if we're going to be brave and who we are and, and our stance as people, then I have to then lead the brave movement to just call out who you are. I I don't want to say I hate, I just don't support the people posting about Halloween right now, it is August. And the oh people who boy. talk, I know you, I know it. I can tell <laughs> by your whole aesthetic that you're a fall person. And the thing is, guys, like I do, I like, I love fall. I love a fall moments when it smelled fall candles. I know you're raising. Yep. No, I know it's a you. I know it's you. I know it's you. So you're, you're wearing mustard. Stop. <laughs> but this is a like, fall dress. No, literally like the people who are like, oh my God, I'm so ready for all. I'm like, ladies, I am still 
happily sweating my arse off outside. Like ice, my deodorant is still wearing off and I'm still sweating my upper lip, living my best life. Don't wish that upon me right now. Like there's going to be a day where I will be so sad because I feel a cold breeze and I'm just not ready for it. So although like you guys have, can you just have your party behind closed doors, you know, just celebrate together. I really love that for you, but just don't bring us summer people down because currently we're all going through a crisis and I, you know, we're in a sensitive place right now. So just be mindful of your friends. Mm, okay. <laughs> Being super like ready for Halloween in August is definitely Orlando culture. So. Orlando culture. You guys are the okay. hot capital of the. Okay. Earth. I know, but because all the theme parks are already, and you know, Oh this. my God. Yeah. Disney, Disney has uh, decorated for their boo bash. And I'm just yeah. like, I support you big step for not everything like this, <laughs> but like, you're um actually shitting on my culture but um, <laughs> you're shitting on my culture <laughs> but it's definitely like an Orlando thing and that's why I'm really excited like I, I think in two weeks I'm moving um I'm so excited to be in Orlando for Halloween because it's so fun but I'm sure and like Joseph's like so excited like this is the first like house that he gets to decorate and we live on a street like with all families but we still have people on the street who aren't who think that they just haven't seen the parents yet like with us oh <laughs> like oh yeah I've seen their kids you know boy to girl their but kids. I haven't seen the parents so we're like oh my god like should we be the full-size candy bar house and I was like well honey we're the only people under the age of 40 here and don't have children so we have to be you know like we're like the cool aunt mm-hmm. and uncle we won't have bread milk or cheese for you but <laughs> no, um, cup of sugar. <laughs> no cup of sugar our fridge might be barren with pepperoni in it However, we are the fun people that can give you a high five and your kids full size candy. So that's what your 20s is about. No that's food what in your 20s is about. full candy bars. <gasps> that's a line. Genius. Genius. Miss Gabby, what up to now has made your life, how you live and your daily being and who you are attainable? I'm going to say resilience. We talked about how like being a freelancer is a lot about it's all up to you. And there were times when I had like 10 rejections in a row and I was like, why am I still doing this? Why am I still trying? And just being able to bounce back from it and being like, because I want to, because I need to, because I want to build a better life for myself. I think that's what's gotten to me to specifically where I am right now. I love it. Thank you for being on the show. This has been fabulous. Hashtag uh, stop the finger guns, hashtag for Brittany, hashtag weenus tats, and hashtag full size candy bars. You can take that weenus tat one out. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so no, much. it's staying. It is staying. Now you're shitting on my culture. So, all right, guys, I hope that this was helpful. I hope that you enjoyed listening to me and Gabby's conversation. Go follow her on Instagram. We'll have all the stuff down below. Um, if you have any need for writing, she's literally amazing. Go read her stuff, and I will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks, guys.